0: Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fancy Premier League Game Week, Fancy Premier League even. Uh, there's plenty of leaks of team news around Fancy Premier League Game Week 17. Um, we'll do this via the goals and assists imminent tables which use the Fancy Football Scout members area stats to try and predict uh, future returns. Um, I, welcome to those joining us early in the live chat. Just before I introduce myself and Tom who I've just introduced anyway um uh please do let us know in the live chat that we are recording it's just i don't have any playback on my um youtube feed so i'm either just talking into thin air or i'm talking to lots and lots of lovely people um so do let me know in the live chat that you can hear and see us all fine uh my name is joe and joining me as ever to unearth those under the radar gems is tom freeman fantasy football scouts deputy editor tom welcome how are you yeah i'm good thanks joe yeah um couple of good results for my team, Villa,
1: in mm-hmm. the past week. Or very yes. good results, I should say, which always helps my mood. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, all good. It was a bit of a whirlwind last week with... Um Three deadlines coming um, uh, very quickly, very close together, but it feels like now we've got a little bit more time to think about our teams and and go
0: through these tables, which we we didn't do ahead of game week 16. Great stuff. Um, Yeah, what we'll do is, as I said, we'll look at those goals um, and assist imminent tables. We'll look at see how we got on last week. We'll look at the latest tables as well. Uh, We are also having a big focus on something I like to do, looking at unfashionable players. Um, And this week, we've got a particular focus on those unfashionable forgotten players that... I don't know if anyone's noticed, they've been racking up loads of points, but no one owns them. Um, So we're going to be having a look at them and we're going to be looking at specific teams. Brighton, no one wants them because of the rotation, but their players are racking up the points. Bournemouth, Fulham, Everton and our old favourite Wolves as well. Everyone thinks they're rubbish, but are they are they anymore and are their players rubbish? So we'll have a look at those in much more detail. Welcome to those joining us in the live chat. Thanks a lot for letting us know that it's all working fine. Uh, so can Jamie, JS, Eunice, Eston, um, Super Tiger, uh, Ahmed, uh, Dwanabu, um, One Mad Chef, um, and many, many more. Thanks so much for joining us early on. Um, but just before we go on, just to remind everyone, um that um uh the uh, fantasy football scout we have a, a members uh, for the members area special it's a 7 day free trial um also there's a, a you can get to save 20% as well so do have a look at that all the tables we're showing today they're all from the members area I constructed them all myself uh, from the members area very easy to do. anyone can do them um and uh, there's lots of other tools there um uh, from the uh Dwanabu says um hearing and seeing is fine from the caribbean do let us know where you're tuning in from as well and brian just simply says a dingra uh, with an exclamation mark that's exactly how i said it when he scored for my team uh, this week um okay let's have a look and see how we got on with those tables OK, right. OK, we're going to dwell on him. When I, when I highlight these names, a lot of people say, are you highlighting them because they're name players you should definitely bring in? And I, and I, and I said, no, it's just I'm just highlighting them because they're sorts of the players that I think me and Tom might dwell on. Um, Darwin Nunes, uh, he blanked. <laughs> we went for game week 15 and 16 for this one. It was two weeks worth. He had two shots and he didn't, he, well, not two shots. He had about a million shots, but two attempts at getting us points to game week's um, is he a keep or sell at this stage?
1: It's a tricky one, isn't it? He didn't he didn't do much at the weekend at Palace. A few frustrating offside calls. I think you can keep him for Man United this week because I think the fact it's at Anfield, um, it providing he's benched on Thursday, that is, I think if he starts in Europe, you might start to get a little bit more concerned. But I think if he doesn't, I think he's a good he's fine to keep this week. But then after that Probably a move that you've been eyeing yeah. and and up, Joe. Certainly you've spoken about it on previous videos, but mm. that switch to Watkins yeah. in
0: 18, I think is a pretty obvious move if you still own him then. Yeah, I mean, I've been deliberately keeping money back. And as we'll probably discuss when we come to the live Q&A bit, um, with p- potentially Haaland out, we might all have a lot of money, um, if those who want to remove him, but we will discuss what we're doing uh, a bit later. We've also got a team reveal video. We'll discuss that in much more detail. Um, but um, yeah um, I've got him I'm actually I actually want him for Manchester United I think he'll play Um, he scored a brace last time Um, they played them at uh, uh, I think that was at Liverpool um, last uh, last March it was
1: the it was the big win the big -er. 7-0 7-0 yeah yeah I'm
0: happy to captain Salah for that one and um, yeah and I'm happy to keep Darwin Nunes for that one. Then he can do one <laughs> for someone yeah. better who can actually hit the target. But um, you know, could get me some returns then. Yeah, I think he's a keep for that. But then an easy swap game week 18. Um,
1: yeah, if um, if you were, if someone else was in a position where it was Darwin or Solanke this week, uh, would you make them? Would you make that move, Joe? Not just relating to your team, but uh, if somebody was just asking you the question, what uh, what to get in or, or remove. No. Take out Darwin this week and bring in Solanke because that's another popular move. You wouldn't do it this week. No, no, I
0: wouldn't do that at all. No, I do Mm. think, I do. I genuinely think Manchester United, and it's not just that I think Manchester United are particularly bad at the moment, which of course they are, um, Mm. but it's more the fact that I just think in those Liverpool-Manchester United games, just like, you know, the derbies that you have in your local area, every team has got their local derbies, you know, whether that be, I don't know, Burnley and Blackburn, isn't it? Um, And things like Mm. that. Everyone has got their... and the form, fixtures, everything goes out the window yeah. and it's just simply that day and it's a cup final day. You d- never know. Manchester United could hammer Liverpool 5-0. You never well, know.
1: yeah, I think Salah has scored more goals against Man United than any other Premier well, League done. team. I think he's, I think he scored 12 goals yeah, overall. It's, it's so, more so. likely um, that
0: Liverpool will hammer Manchester United 5-0 then.
1: Yes, yeah, but no, no. I definitely I can see why you and others will will keep him this week. You've just got to hope that his maybe minutes are managed a little bit on Thursday, mm. and that will put you more at ease. But I think he's still first choice there, even yeah. though
0: Liverpool haven't haven't looked great, certainly at Palace on uh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, he's a keep for me at the moment, but yeah, but then he's a sell. And I think, do I regret the move from? Of... <laughs> What, to get Darwin do this in for Watkins I'm laughing because of course I'm blooming regret it <laughs> but that's well, hindsight yeah but yeah no it is I think isn't it you were
1: presented with a flagged Watkins who was then going to yep. play Man City and Arsenal Liverpool had a good three game yep. run yeah. Darwin has you know his minutes have been there hmm. It just hasn't worked out, but no. a lot of people made that move. And I, d- I don't think, yeah. you know, you can you can look back on it and think, why
0: did I do that? But the reasons were there for doing oh, it yeah, in the first I mean, place. I, I know exactly why I did it. And uh, yeah, But yeah, yeah, with hindsight, yes, I do regret it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian and Bowman's next. Um, injured now. Um, so obviously, you know, can't guess. turns. He got injured within that period, um, but mm. he did. Oh, actually, Game Week 15. I can't remember the, when was the Brighton game. It was Game Week 15, wasn't it? Yeah, he scored, didn't he? So he we did uh, score. So sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did there. Hey, we have got a goal. <laughs> we have got a goal. Um, <clears throat> I, I, yeah, I was. I think I was mainly looking at game week 16 here. So apologies if we do find some goals and assists in this table. <laughs> uh, Gibbs, why he has failed us and Trossard as well in terms yeah. of returns. Um, but Iwobi, who we will discuss a bit later. Uh, Fulham, an assist there. Bailey at Villa, um, an assist. So let's sit with Bailey then. it so I I always ask you about these Villa players. Are they going to mm. stay in the team or not? I mean, surely. I mean, he'd looked great the last few games. So surely yeah. he's he's now a regular starter. Well, I've always said consistency is the
1: problem with Bailey. You tend to have one very good game where he looks like a world beater and then the next game he's completely anonymous. Now, in the past few games, he's actually started to put in some consistent performances. Yeah. But the, the problem with Bailey is that he is injury prone and he i don't think he can play three times in a week so oh. that's exactly what happened at the weekend as you saw him for 45 minutes against arsenal and then he was taken off now he mm. was limping a little bit before he came off and there has been talk that maybe he did get a little knock i think he has to come off but i don't, I don't know if that was just like fatigue mm-hmm. um i don't I, 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 we need an update from Emery. basically i still think he's a risky buy because i think coming into this festive period I don't think he's going to play every match. I think he'll share minutes with Diaby mm-hmm. quite a bit. But it's making it very hard to drop him because yeah. on his
0: day, he looks electric, doesn't he? Yeah, no. Definitely. Um, yeah, a number of people got him in, uh, justifiably. Mm-hmm. And uh, Villa's fixtures do turn a bit, though. They've had the tricky fixtures. They've had their 1-0 yeah. victory vi- fixtures, so they might get their 5-0 victory fixtures uh, coming up.
1: Yeah, I just think that um, 84 minutes against Man City, it, it probably really took it out of him yeah. and um, could only then manage 45 against yeah. Arsenal. Um, if he's benched on Thursday in, in the Europa, then it uh, looks good for a start of the weekend, okay. if providing he's fit. Um... Okay,
0: um, Kalesha... Burnley, I don't think people are going to go there. Um, but he's, Burnley, he's, injured. he's
1: injured. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, and Burnley, uh, you know, team to keep an eye on. Um, mm. They just kept Brighton down to the twenty-nine shots uh, the weekend, <laughs> but they did keep him down to the one goal. So yeah. I mean, that is, so that's Trafford was doing his best Nick Pope impression um, and uh, of, of racking up the returns there, with, despite you know, um, yeah, he made ten winning.
1: saves, I think, didn't he? So, yeah, um, he made ten, sure. I mm. think.
0: Mm, ten, I'm sure so it was the three, most any keepers made uh, this year. That's so. three extra uh, bonus points, uh, three extra say points there. Mm, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Semenya, Bournemouth. I think I still think he's a good option. Um, yeah. Uh, four points. Bournemouth. We'll speak about in a bit. Um, mm. uh, Doku uh, City has barely played. I uh, don't don't think he played any minutes in these these no. two fixtures. Uh, Lee says, well, only played a little bit um hmm. and uh, came on um but crystal palace uh, that they, they are bottom of the fixture ticker um uh, yeah. fancy football scout for Tough the next uh, the next uh, six fixtures um especially with city next and brighton chelsea brentford arsenal and sheffield united who are now good <laughs> um <laughs> So um, let's me let's say good, I mean less bad um, as well. well you can probably say the same for Burnley, can't you? Yeah, they yeah, yeah. get they're improving. They're yeah. still not quite there yet, but they're moving in the right direction again. Definitely Luton as well. Um, all, all yeah. the sides yeah. are are getting better as they find their feet, I guess in the yeah. Premier League this is how we got on with this This sis imminent as well. I'm probably going to miss I probably missed out a few more game week 15 ones, but we certainly got some returns here. Some unusual ones as well. Alexander Arnold actually did return in game week 15. It was game week 16. He blanked. Um, But um, yeah, Alexander Arnold has been uh, very prolific, Um, but he's too expensive, isn't he at the moment? But I guess those who might remove Haaland, who definitely misses game week 18, could be injured again for game week 17. If you, if you were to remove Haaland and you were minded to spread the cash and then possibly not know what to do when he comes back after game of 18 would you be minded to get Alexander-Arnold in now?
1: Consider it because he's consistently picking up bonus, isn't he? I think he picked up bonus at the weekend without yeah. a return at all. He's got eight in the last three games. Yeah. He moved into midfield again at Palace. The only issue I have with it is Liverpool have got United, Arsenal and Newcastle in the next mm. four. So are they, again, it comes down, are they going to keep enough clean sheets to justify mm. Trent's price? Um, it's a little bit, you know, we've always said that the price has been as restricted as before. That might not be the issue yeah. if you sell Haaland. But you've got to think you're going to want Haaland back in when he's fit, probably after the blank. So if you're shifting money back into defence, you're gonna to have to find a way to get it out again. So yeah. I'm I'm still not totally there with Alexander Arnold as a pick, um, but I mean there's whole potential with the with him playing
0: the way he is at the moment, of course. But it's mm-hmm. just whether there's going to be the clean sheets there for Liverpool. Okay, um, Luca Dean. Um, I mean, is he? And Moreno's back, but Luca Dean's still still nailed. Still still a player that we could invest in. Um,
1: well, not now because he's suspended in game week 17 because yes, he's got his fifth, ye- fifth yellow card. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Alex Moreno now has an opportunity mm. to to come in and stake a claim at the weekend. He was mm. first choice under Emery at the back end of last mm. year. He's a great player. So um, I, I see them sharing minutes a little bit. I think Dean is first choice, he hasn't done anything to be
0: dropped. Mm. But I do think as Moreno gets fitter, he might start the odd game here and there. Okay. Um, Goodmanson at Burnley, he's been in and out of the sides, um, but Burnley, I'm worth noting. To Vernier at Bournemouth, he's going to raise eyebrows um, because he's got a couple of assists in game week 16, um, which I've uh, put, put there. And also, yeah, no. And uh, so he didn't get anything in game week 15 either. But yeah, a couple of assists in game week um, uh, 16. And he's been been—he's di- been doing really well. Bournemouth have been doing well, um, but yeah. we'll look in Bournemouth in a bit of detail, mm. but... Yeah, Tavernier. I mean, those, anyone who goes on social media or a content creator or whoever says, oh, I'm going to get Tavernier this week. Over the last month, people would have laughed at them. But those mm. but those that did get him in would have got the points in. But it's just an example of what this show is all about, really, is those under the radar picks. Yeah, we've had Bournemouth players on the table.
1: Solanke, when Bournemouth were really struggling earlier in the season, Solanke was popping up on these tables and um, he wasn't a popular pick at all, but it, but it just showed that, you know, he was getting the shots and, and Bournemouth have turned a corner now. They've been brilliant in their last five matches, going toe-to-toe yeah. with some really good teams. Um, there's a bit more competition in the wide positions for Tert-Vernier, but I think he is first choice, but they do they will rotate a little bit so they've got players like Clive uh, um Semenyo as well. He's been playing um out, out wide. Sinisterra came in and got the goal as well. So there's a few options there. But Tavernier is a good player. He's he's quite creative. Yep. Got the couple of visits mm-hmm. there. Scored a scored a brace against Sheffield United a few weeks ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Um So I don't don't dislike the move no. because Bournemouth have got some good fixtures coming up, mm-hmm. haven't they? Definitely, uh, yeah. Bournemouth's fixtures remind everyone they got Luton at home next. They got Nottingham Forest, Fulham, Tottenham, Liverpool, and West Ham. So um it get, gets a bit iffy around 2021. But mm. it's still pretty good. Um pretty good run. There uh one, two, three, four, fifth, fifth best according to Fantasy Football Scouts um season ticker for over the next six matches. Um uh Channel of Brentford, we're gonna sort of sketch over. I don't think people go there with I mean, I'm I'm not sure about Brentford at the moment with Mbomo out as well. But yeah. um, worth noting that Ivan Tony is gonna be back game week twenty one, I think it is. Um, it's around that time. So he certainly yeah. can come mm. back in January, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. um
1: that's, think... it, that's going to
0: be really interesting isn't yeah. it because um well, it's, it's why I'm I'm sort of minded and we'll talk about this in our team reveal video this week. I'm minded to sort of move my team more towards a 3-4-3 because yep. with Tony back. So to, say say Brentford sell Tony to another Premier League side, we're well, still going to want him. Um Yeah. So there's Harlan, Tony and you know there's Solanke, Watkins, Darwin yes. Nunes could ever hit anything. Um, there's a whole bunch of other players, even Jimenez at Fulham. So mm. <laughs> I think I'm going to want three strikers going forward. Um, but yeah. Yeah. yeah and the
1: fixtures when he comes back and uh-huh. I'm pretty sure he will go straight back into yeah. that team. I think they play Forrest yeah. and a leaky Spurs side yeah. um, upon his return. Yeah. So
0: going in on early on somebody like Tony, yeah. it could, could really pay off. Um, Od- Odegaard as well. I think we uh, briefly mentioned him, but he, yeah, he didn't didn't return in game at 16, but did in 15. Got an assist uh, there. Mm. Some people in the live chat were saying, and I've heard this as well, that when Son goes to Asia Cup, yeah. and perhaps when Salah goes as well, we'll be looking for yeah. midfielders. We'll have a lot of money, and you, we, you, it'd be quite good to get a midfielder that's a bit more, um, you know, n- not just a budget pick. Yeah. Odegaard would fit the bill, and yeah, Odegaard would definitely be one of the names. Yeah, I, I, like the way, I, think so. I like the way he's playing at the moment. Seems yeah, his form his form started to pick up, yeah. hasn't it,
1: in the past um past few weeks. Good underlying stats, making yeah. loads of key passes. He should have scored past Villa as well. Yeah. Um and the fixtures are good. I, I think the I think the fixtures are okay in an attacking sense for yeah. for um for Arsenal. They've got obviously Brighton's good, isn't it, this weekend.
0: Yeah. I mean it, uh, look, West
1: when, West Ham after that a couple what, of weeks.
0: When I've when I've been looking at Arsenal, what with Habert's playing, it seems to he seems to be Parvizor seems to just be annoying big bloke <laughs> just in the yes. way, and that's sort of freeing up space for Odegaard to sort of cut in and get in onto goal for an either an assist or a goal. Um, yeah, yeah, um, and obviously, yeah,
1: no, I think um, he does seem to play, he does seem to offer um, more. I haven't got stats to back this up from, from an eye test perspective, yeah. watching him play. Yeah, that dynamic seems to work a little bit better, which is what Havertz was brought in for, wasn't yeah. it? He was, yeah. yeah. He was brought in to play that Xhaka role on the yeah. left. And yeah. um, maybe if they can get some consistent playing time together,
0: then it will really start to gel. Okay. Um, next thing about it, um, who I've been sort of partially wanting to sell for the last couple of weeks mm. just because I couldn't believe he could keep starting. So this yeah. is now 12 matches in a row, including in yeah. Europe, big European games. And, and every time I think, oh, he looks a bit leggy. Oh, I wish they would take him off and rest him for a little bit. Um, then I mean, against Burnley, was incredible, and um, and, and got the, got his goal. And because his ownership is so low, you, your team gets that ten points. So when you know 50% a fifty percent a player scores and gets ten points, you only get five points into your team really. Um, and but it's, you get that whole ten points, a whole ten point boost your ranking there um which is great um so yeah well, i think we're going to mention him later i don't know if anyone can hear my mic's picking up the two dogs in our house have gone mental suddenly <laughs> so i'm hoping they're going to be quiet um uh okay so we'll mention the dingra in a bit as well because uh, he's in a team with brighton we're, we're just rotation putting people off martinelli's next he did score in game week 15 Mind me, is he still in your team <laughs>
1: No, no, he, he went a couple of weeks back. Funnily enough, I sold him and Adingra yeah. um, for Mbomo and Palmer, I think it was. Yeah. And that's so, yeah, I mean, Mbomo did score prior to, to leaving my team. Um, Palmer did score as well at Old Trafford, of course. So it's, it's probably quite similar output I've got from the both of them the mm. two that I sold for the two that bought in he, he lacked a bit of end products against Villa I thought but I think yeah. Jesus coming back and being fit will be good for him. I still think I prefer Saka and Odegaard at this moment in time. But maybe Martinelli just needs a goal and then he'll go on a run because yeah. he's he's got well, the quality. I don't know. Well that's yeah. what he
0: got in game week fifteen. The the X there is mm. for game week sixteen. Game week fifteen he yeah. did of course return. Um um but um yeah uh, he hasn't I mean there are Still better midfielders out there. Trippier's yeah, next. It was,
1: um, yeah, he was against Luton, wasn't it? that he yeah. scored. It was yeah. in the four-three, wasn't it? Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, Trippier um, has blanked last couple of matches. Mm. Um, not only blanked, he's looked awful. He looked actually. He, it, at a certain moments when Son was playing against him, it, I wouldn't yeah. quite go so as far to as say career-ending, but mm. it's it was. I mean, it's similar. Now people may laugh at this comparison. It was similar when I remember seeing an Arsenal fulham game i think it was where um bobby zamora got the better of Sol campbell frequently just outpaced him out out thought him and and it was pretty much the end of Sol campbell <laughs> it was just bobby zamora killed Sol campbell and <laughs> with trippier it's it's not just son it's the last couple of matches he's been caught out and then you know he seems you know forever trippier but he's well over 30 now and perhaps that just the games are catching up on him. And it's the volume of games, isn't it, Joe, because they can't
1: rotate at the moment, Newcastle. So these players are probably getting pushed more than ideally, you know, Livramento was brought in as a backup to Trippier to Mm. take him out of the firing line. Occasionally that can't happen because he's playing at left back. Um, And yeah, you Champions League um, and European football, it's a, it's a, they're not used to it. And he's suspended anyway in game week um, 17, Trippier, isn't he? Yeah. So I, th- I think, you know, I think he's fine to hold knowing that they've got Luton and Forrest when he comes back. But I think after that, certainly people will be looking to sell him with the run after that. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, Pereira, Andres Pereira is next. Yes, he did get an assist in game week 16. Game week 15, he got three more. So he's got four yeah. assists. So that's an assist times four that should be in there. Um, so as I said, that that's just for game week 16. Game week 15, those four assists, those three other assists, four assists across two games. Fulham, have scored was it back to back five nils? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they're proper good now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not just a one-off. They're actually like proper good, which is great it's, for it's, this show. It's clicking. It's yeah. clicking,
1: isn't it? Finally
0: for them. And yeah, so. um,
1: yeah, they, there's loads of options, isn't there? We'll talk about them in a bit, but there's yeah. probably four or five options. That's definitely, definitely
0: and they're, right. and they're all budget options, and they're all mm. low owned because everyone still is in the mindset, probably ourselves included, that Fulham are whipping boys, Bournemouth they're yeah. the team to, you ha, they're the team to get hammered, but they're not. They're the teams that actually right. are actually doing the hammering now. Mm. Um, yeah. So let's have a look at the latest goals. And before I do, just welcome those more of you joining us in the live chat. Many more of you do remember to press that like button. Do remember to subscribe if you're not already. Keep up to date with our latest videos and podcasts. Uh, Eunice, Jamie, Ahmed, Evan um, and many more. Uh, Pete Georgie as well, all joining us in the live chat. Do leave where you're um, joining us from as well. I've seen a couple of Scotland's um, and, uh, and so all good, you know, Good. It's good to get people from, you know, far, far places like Scotland, but, you know, other places as well across the world are, are more than welcome. Um, OK, let's have a look at Goals Eminence. So this is, remind everyone, this is for the last, this is based on the last four game week stats um, and if you score more than one goal, you're off the table in a good way. Um, if you don't achieve those XG delta stats, as in you're underperforming, you're not performing to your XG, um, then you're off the table as well in a bad way. So um, all everyone on here is underperforming, but there's quite some spectacular underperformers as well. Um, we're going to start with Calvert-Lewin as well. Now he is, well, the problem with Calvert-Lewin is it's been fitness is he yeah. fit? If he is fit, he's undeniably a good striker, and he fits in with the Everton system clearly. So he is. Uh, he's had um, uh, three starts, three three big chances, as far, missed them all, but he's had seven shots on target um, out of twelve shots, and um, I'm sure he did score actually in the last four game I'm not sure why it says that, but um, uh, or maybe maybe he just almost scored. Um, but um, I'll have a look. I'll have a look back. He
1: it. had a lot of chances. I can remember the Man United game um when they lost at home to united but he actually was presented which i imagine a couple of the big chances were okay. actually from that one i'm just going to have a quick look now yeah
0: so i think he's look he's basically it. looked good um the last yeah, few matches he-
1: yeah, he hasn't actually scored since getting No, he got an t- assist. So um, he got an assist against he got Chelsea, an assist. That's they? it, really. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so he's
0: definitely been involved in attacking play. Mm-hmm. So this shows, he's top of this table here, and it just shows I mean, the very fact that we're actually thinking, oh, he must have scored loads, because he's just in those positions, really. Yeah. So 12 shots, all, all but one close range, seven of those on target. He should have scored at least three goals, getting on for three goals over this period. So that just shows that he is if fit, he's a really good option, but I guess it's the fixtures are, they're a bit mixed. I'd say, I wouldn't say they're holding yeah. bad. He's got Burnley next away. Then Tottenham as well. They're, they definitely concede. Then city in game week 19. And then you've got Wolves, Aston Villa and Fulham. Now, obviously teams like Fulham are improving. Um, and, and so are Wolves, but at the same time, they're all okay fixtures for a striker, I think. So, um, I don't rule out getting Calvert Lewin at five point eight million. I like him. I just
1: worry that is now the, the get now the time to get in, given that we're going into a very busy period of games. Um, because I think Everton play Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday over Christmas. Now he isn't going to start all three of those, so he might he might get his minutes managed in in the kind of the middle one of those, the midweek game. Mm. They've got Beto, haven't they? Who's been coming in for yeah. him and doing okay. Um, but, yeah, if he, if he if he was guaranteed to play and we thought he was going to get a run, I really like him as an option. Yeah. He's one of the, the top, you know, he's in that kind of Solanke bracket where a yeah. really good player to own. Mm-hmm. He's going to take penalties as well, you'd think. So, yeah, there's still lots to like. It's
0: just I might be a little bit wary that he won't start every game over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, Lerma's next. Um, he does fit the bill of this show in the completely unfashionable pick that no one owns. Yeah. Um <laughs> And he's four point seven million. He's had two big chances, missed them both. Only had a couple of shots on target. But he has had ten shots, but yeah. he plays City next. He should have got getting on for nearly two goals, according to this, um, over the last four uh, game weeks. But he plays City next, and this is the the problem really. He's got then he's got the Brighton game, which is a derby. Anything can happen. Probably Palace winning one nil, but not him. Um, Chelsea then next, then Brentford, Arsenal, and Sheffield United. So it gets slightly better in game week 22, but next few fixtures we're just not going to go there. So I think we can can sketch over him. Darwin Nunez, we mentioned um, just to remind people of his um, stats, uh, which I'll cry into as an owner. Five big chances, he's fluffed them all. He's had <laughs> 10 right. shots, nine inside the box, all bar one close range. He has only started. He's side three of the last four. But he's only had two of those shots on target. But according to the XG Delta, he should have got at least one and a half goals. So Getting on for two goals um, there, um, which, yes, I would like to have seen. Um, moving down the list oh, just just to welcome those uh, joining us tonight, the Show, said where they're calling from Story of Films Naturally is from Nairobi Rasta Dude Naturally Morning from Sunny Barbados uh, Dave calling uh, is watching from South Africa uh, Sakan from Finland uh, Ray Burke from a, a little city called London uh, P. Georgie is in Wild West Australia I don't know whether that's Western Australia um, but he's currently on holes in Tasmania so the other side of Australia there Um, and Ramesh Guernsey, uh, been to Guernsey many times. I like it. Great beaches. Um, Okay.
1: I was in. Uh, I was actually in Finland as well last oh, week. Wow. So um, that, that's why uh, I went towards the back end of last week with the family for a bit mm. of a Christmas getaway. So um, yeah. that's why when we were talking about the game week 50, well, last, last yeah. week was a real blur trying to stay on top of deadlines yeah. Yeah. with a two-hour time difference yeah, and yeah. things like that. So that's why I probably didn't spot all the assists we were missing on the table. Right, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, that's a proper eclectic did, bunch did you, of people uh, did watching Did you...
0: Were there, was there, Did you uh, attempt to find the elusive Finnish enigma Villarronka for those veterans that might remember him? He used to be the yeah. best FPL player around for a number of years, but then um, stopped playing, I believe, recently.
1: Yeah, we, I had some good tussles with him at the top of the, back in the days when yeah. I was in the Hall of Fame, kind of yeah. top five. But he was just so consistent every year, wasn't he? Yeah. And um, this has got, got this kind of mythical status because nobody knew much about oh, him.
0: Magical. Um, yeah. But, yeah, not playing anymore.
1: No. Nope. Uh, uh, but as far as we know. No. Nope. So,
0: yeah. Okay, uh, moving on for the rest of this is 5.8 million, Bren, Brennan Johnson. Um, he's only had one big chance, but he has missed it. Uh, he's had four big, uh, four shots on target. 12 shots, 10 close range. Started all four. Um, Richarlison is back now, but Richarlison was playing through the middle. Um, mm. Kulazewski was playing much more centrally. Son out left, which, of course, where he was got the, this huge haul in game week 16. Um, and um, so Brennan Johnson playing out on the right, I presume now. Yep. Yeah, um, I mean he's a versatile player, isn't he? Okay. Yeah. So um, that because his versatility there, because I mean that clearly worked with Son out there. Son can also play up top, I guess. But especially with Son going off to the Asia Cup, game 21, I think that will be. Yep. Um, Brennan Johnson, he's a he's a definite he's a he's a buy probably now, isn't he?
1: I think he is, but there's a lot of options. You mentioned them then, Joe. You've got Kulusevski, <laughs> who's looked great over the last few games. He's kind of growing into this role with Madison out of the team. But now you've got Richarlison, who I've had a bad experience with earlier on in the season. Mm. But if he's playing through the middle mm. in that Spurs team, I don't think you can just disregard him no. as an option although he is one of those Darwin, Jesus type players which can be incredibly frustrating to own so you might not want to go there but Johnson I think is a really good option mm-hmm. um, playing on playing on the right in an attacking Spurs team he's going to play until, until Madison's back I think he's going to start most games because Kulishevsky
0: will be needed in the middle mm-hmm. so yeah brilliant option I think Brennan Johnson okay um, A Dawson joining us from Belfast uh, Jose from Berlin uh, Abby from India Eunice also from India uh, Brian USA <coughs> and Gerald from St. Vincent Caribbean um, stuff. Uh, I'll go for well Trossard I mean, we, I mean it's, I'll read out the stats but it's a familiar story Trossard yes he's good yes he can score any time will he get the minutes no um, so he he will start the odd match he will get 20 minutes 30 minutes here and there so there are better options for 6.5 million in midfield three big chances missed them all but he has had a couple of shots on target got Brighton next his old club um, starts uh, just two six shots inside the box and 11 shots so yeah he'll be hoping he gets a start against Brighton <coughs> and um, I'm hoping he doesn't do well <laughs> Um yeah, I mean I think
1: he'll probably play in the Champions League, won't he? Yeah. Um, because there's not a lot riding on it. Mm-hmm. I think there was talk yesterday of Martinelli and Saka mm-hmm. perhaps kind of sitting yeah. this one out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, got he needs,
0: injury
1: <laughs> he, Yeah, but he, but for, for <laughs> Tride he needs a proper injury, mm-hmm. a proper injury, which is gonna keep somebody out for a while, otherwise he's not gonna
0: get consistent minutes. Yeah. So okay. um Almren's next. Everyone's ignoring him because he's a bit more expensive than Gordon, who's starting. But nevertheless, Almiron, one of these players that's quietly um, starting uh, every match. Shots inside the box, seven, nine shots he's had, three of those on target. He's creeping up this um, table. Um, No goals, but he should have got at least one. Um, Yeah, Almiron is interesting. I'm I'm just thinking sort of just a player to keep an eye on in, in, in the future game weeks, especially when Uh, some of our players like um, Son and Salah go off to their respective uh, international cups.
1: Yeah, he went on that run, wasn't it? It last season, wasn't it? Where he was just unbelievable for a 10-game week period or something. guess for Almoron, you've got Gordon there at exactly the same price. I mean, Mm. Gordon's 6.2 now, um, who, when I watch the games, looks Mm. a little bit more of a threat. And of course, uh, I don't think we'll see Gordon through the middle anytime soon now because Wilson's back Mm. and Isak's getting fit. So um, yeah, I'd, I'm not sure if I'd look at Almoron right now, but he has shown in the past that he uh-huh. that he can do it. So if he shows a bit of form, then then you could hop on. It's just um, it's just Gordon Gordon's doing quite well there, especially at home. Gordon hasn't blanked in a home match this year yeah. yet, and he's got two of the next three at Saint James's Park. I'm a bit a bit concerned as an owner because Newcastle are looking mm-hmm. pretty fatigued at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. But yeah. Think, think
0: you've got to keep him if you but, own him. But you never know. I mean, as I was saying about with Edingra, mm. I see yeah. him and he, his, the amount of starts he's getting. Yeah. And I think he looks leggy. Then he suddenly whips out a goal. So, yeah, um, they're I'm young players, aren't they. they? Yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah, that's not like they're in their 30s or anything. No, no. So um, they should they should be able
0: to do it. Um, no. uh, Yemi has pointed out that Almiron and Gordon are now actually the same price. So as a non-owner yeah. for, of me, I'm actually, yeah. I mean, if I was going to invest in Newcastle, I'm not 100% on Gordon. Maybe Almiron <laughs> might get the nod.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, a great differential. Yeah. I don't know what his ownership's like, but I can imagine in active teams, low. it's
0: very, very, very low. So yeah. Um, next name is Haaland. Um, very rare Ooh. we see Haaland on the goals imminent table because he scores pretty much most weeks. So he usually gets those two goals within four game week period. So yeah, this is a rare team. T- 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 so he hasn't played um, the last match because it was a surprise injury. Um, it's since transpired that in the league that his family are in, his dad, Alfie, and sister, I think, and various other people, they all sneakily transferred him out, actually. So they knew um, that he was going to be injured. Um, and I'm not sure the extent of the injury. I mean, it doesn't seem serious, but it could be just a sort of a, let's give him a rest injury because he's yeah. got a world, world uh, club competition coming up and lots of fixtures over Christmas. Um so do you think, what's your instinct now? This is currently Tuesday, for those watching mm. back later. What's your instinct that he's actually going to play against Palace? Because I I don't think he does, but also because no. so, his ownership's so high, I don't particularly care because how he does is immaterial, really.
1: Yeah, well, we've got a presser from Pep, Pep coming up. I think it'll be this evening yeah. for the Champions League. We'll get another one pre Palace as well. Oh. I don't think it looks particularly good for him playing this weekend. The fact that Mm. his dad and other family members have transferred him out. (laughs) If he was just going to miss the one match, I think you'd probably be more inclined to keep him like all of us who didn't know Mm. about it did do. Um, But that doesn't sound good. And then they've got the Club World Cup coming up, obviously, and they want him playing in that. So, um, yeah, this is Tuesday, but... um, at the time at this time i'd probably say he's a doubt a real doubt for the yeah. weekend he didn't i just saw on the bbc just then that he wasn't in the open training session yeah. for the champions league either so he's not training at the moment so now we're with this big dilemma of um of what to do with Harden yeah. given that he given that he blanks in game
0: week 18 too yeah I mean, i'm sure there's something that on on the pages of fantasy football scout you've uh, been toiling over and there's lots of advice there but there's lots of different routes you can go down you could get rid of him mm. spread the money you can get rid of him but just keep the money in the bank um, or you can just bench him and I'm minded to do the latter because the next two moves I want to do I don't need the Haaland money because there's so much value in his, Solanke as a player I've got my eye on very cheap so, and, and then I'd probably want Haaland back in game week 19 so
1: like- yeah if if you can upgrade your eighth attacker yeah. and you've got the funds or the transfers to do that and keep harland on the bench for mm. a couple of weeks i think that you can do that because it saves transfers further yeah. down the line doesn't it mm. and you get to have salah and harland from game week 19 both mm. of them in your team which is what everybody wants but i do think that that for some teams selling Harland if we hear that he's definitely out might make sense um and then maybe switching him in. I think it's game week yeah. twenty, the week well, before do, Sa- the week before Salah goes um, away for Afcon.
0: If uh, you're going into this week with two transfers, you don't need to take a hit as well, because you can just perhaps use one transfer, and then you can get use those two transfers to get Haaland back in. Those who of yeah. course got the wild card in the bag. This has also fallen nicely for them, I think, because yeah. they can get rid of Haaland, They they can just get rid of Haaland now, and then wild card him back in for the time yeah. he's back. Um, so that's handy, but for those like us that don't have those those chips available, um, <clears throat> I think uh, for me, if I needed the money, I would use it. And as you said, the third, getting a th- sort of a third striker or a th- an eighth attacker to cover him. But uh, if you if you're okay with it, so for example, for me, I've my cheap my cheap midfielders are a Palmer and Almeron, and uh, no, not Almeron and and a, a dingra, dingra, yeah, a dingra. yeah. So I've got players I'm okay with first subbing i've got players i'm okay playing um and it's only really archer i think that can be upgraded but if you've got like i don't know that guy from west ham i can't remember his name now the the 4.3 striker bomb, oh Obama. yeah yeah he's in my or team something like yeah. that yeah, yeah that that's you're probably going to need a bit of an upgrade there um and same mm. if you've got a midfielder who's just you know just injured or just not playing um but fingers crossed yeah I'm okay so i think if you sell
1: harland um this week and you decide to do that mm. you're going to make the with two free transfers, you're probably mm. going to take Salah out in game week 20, which is he yeah. plays Newcastle at home. He then goes to AFCON. Now I think you do it in game week 20 because mm. Man City play Sheffield United at home that week. You yeah. have to have Haaland for that, yeah. providing he's fit. But Sa- so Salah you- will play that week, won't he, in game week 20? Yeah, he'll play Newcastle. So yeah. you're you're look, that is not ideal taking him out, but for yeah. the people who sell him, they yeah. will be thinking, yeah. I'm going to take him out in that fixture, the yeah. Newcastle one. So yeah. you're essentially if you if you take Haaland out this week you're not going to have Haaland in game week 19 which was when he's away at yeah. Everton and then you, you're not going to have Salah at home to Newcastle just, that
0: is a assen- that's just, essentially what you're missing out you on. You just described yeah. my my waking nightmares. <laughs> so You're just basically saying these are the two best players in the game. <clears throat> yeah. They probably be fit. Yeah. And you can't have you can't have both. But I've been happily having both all this time. So that cements me just benching Haaland. Um Yeah. But, yeah um, i mean
1: it it's it's a risk which yeah no. some managers will take other managers won't want to so it'd be intriguing no. to see how it happened and to what happens but we've we've been in this position before many times with Haaland where you think oh can i go without him for one or yeah. two fixtures and and we saw what happened earlier around about i can't remember what was it game week 10 or something like that when he just went on this kind of run and he was getting up hall after hall. So that's that's the risk you take if you do it. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Um, we'll talk about that, what all our plans are, what we're going to do with Haaland in our team reveal video. So do have a look at that this week on Fantasy Football Scouts channel. A reminder to subscribe so you don't miss out on all those videos like that and uh, the podcasts that we do. Um, also, uh, do press that like button as well. Um, um, Louise is next at Villa. Um, is, is he suspended for the next game? Yeah, Yeah. he
1: is. I mean, there was ten players. (laughs) No, ten players who got suspended at the weekend, and
0: um, he was one
1: of them. Just worth
0: noting that he's got ten shots, um, three inside the target. So long range shots, just a couple on target. So that's what you're getting with him: spectacular goals. Um, And Jesus is next as well with Arsenal. Um, yeah, sort of a bit of a forgotten man because everyone wants Saka and then there's lots of other players here. jay very quietly has been doing doing OK here. Ten shots he's had, all of them inside the box. That's great. Started all four. He's got Brighton next, who haven't kept a clean sheet. Seven of his shots, so t- seven of his ten shots have been on target. He's had three big chances. He has scored and he's missed a couple. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we were saying, like, if people are going to get rid of ha- ha- Haaland and they're going to spread the money, or they're looking for an alternative to Haaland, so perhaps they've already got Watkins or Solanke. Um, yeah, so, so if they've got Watkins, Solanke and Haaland, well, I, I don't know, Jay-Z should be pretty good, really. You've got Brighton up next, then Liverpool, then West Ham, Fulham, Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest. These are good fixtures. And he's starting, and he's he's really... I mean, these are really good stats here. 10 shots, every single one from close range. Yeah. Almost all of them on target. Absolutely clinical. Um, he's the reverse Darwin Nunes. Well, he's a player which has been
1: tagged as the as a bit of Darwin, like in the, yeah. in the past, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, but he, his stats always, I can remember running a piece on him last year and it was very similar. Like he would had something like 30 shots and 29 had been inside the box. From good areas, but yeah, I think I was trying to add it up when you were talking it through, then Joe. And I think that, yes, yeah, Solanke, presuming Harland's out, Solanke, yeah. Watkins, Alvarez potentially for game week seventeen if he's going to lead the line at Palace, but people might not mm. want to just bring him in knowing that he's blanking in eighteen. After that, I think you probably got Jesus, haven't you, as yeah, the, yeah. The, the forward to own? So- I think
0: so. Um Now I mean, this might be tempting fate, and but Palace often get the better of City when you least expect yeah. it. Yeah, they've um, done well in, in the past. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm sanguine to go without City. Um,
1: yeah, I will say that they've got a lot of injury problems at the moment, yeah. Palace. Yeah. They've got a lot out and that may affect them. Yeah. But I don't think many people are going to bring Alvarez in this week, knowing no. any blanks in 18. No. The rotation which we might have around those, mm. you know, especially people with players like... Um, you know, if you've got non-playing players like yeah. Charlie Taylor, Taylor, for me, for instance, is suspended this yeah. week, and I've got Mobama yeah. and it just makes it difficult. But um, yes, yeah, so I think Jesus. Yeah, I don't mind it. Right. He's been frustrating whenever I've owned him in the past, mm. but I suppose you've got to forget about that yeah. and just treat him as a new player now. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, why not for that one? Um, they're going to score up against. Not Brighton, many aren't content
0: they? creators will be talking about him, so we can get some kudos okay. when he scores against Brighton. Um, <laughs> even though it'll be sad for me as a Brian fan. Um, Porro is next. Um, a player I was going to get rid of many weeks ago, <laughs> but it stayed because of Madison's injury because yeah. Spurs fans were saying, oh, Porro will be on set pieces. And boy, is he. Mm. And yeah. oh my God. Do you know what? He is one of the most... He was, he's maybe my favourite FPL player at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's certainly, in the, in the 14 years I've been playing, one of the most fun to own. And I, yeah. his low ownership delights me every week. He... He looks to score all the time. Yeah. he's he's on all the set pieces. He's looking to assist. He's and and now he's got like a, a Romero's is back in defence. A slight a slight chance of a clean sheet, and he almost got a clean sheet against Newcastle at the weekend. And he yeah, al- yeah that almost it was almost a huge haul with bonus as yeah. well. Um, yeah, he, he is a really popular target to bring in. You have Reese James, so I'm sure we'll talk about our team yeah. reveal video, but. Poro has to be your top choice to replace James, surely.
1: Yeah, I mean, as a non-owner watching Poro these past few games, is absolutely terrifying it's amazing, because he's every, he's like popping up in like like number ten position, kind I of, look. he's shooting, he's dribbling round, he's yeah. on set pieces, and you're like literally sat in your seat and you don't want him to return, but it's just he's getting in such—I've oh, never amazing. seen anything like it. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, it really is incredible, and Dogie as well coming in from the other side, but I think Poro is the player that you want oh, there. Yeah. Um, he just looks great. He's settling into this system really well. Mm. I don't see. I don't think Spurs are going to keep clean sheets in the next four. They've got Forest, Everton, Brighton, and, and Bournemouth, who I think are some decent attacking teams in there. Mm. But he's got four assists in five, and I think he's going to. And if they do get a clean sheet if, mm. in one of those games, um, I don't personally see it. But if they do, you're talking double digits probably for Yeah, Poro. Definitely. Um, so, uh, brilliant option and probably the top defender to own, I would say, right yeah, now. Yeah, a
0: reminder of his um, fixtures coming up. Nottingham Forest uh, next Then Everton, Brighton, who haven't kept a clean cheek, uh, Bournemouth, Manchester United and Brentford. Um, so, gets a bit mixed towards the end, but pretty good fixtures um, there. Uh, Porro, uh, I hasten to add, he is a defender. It's de- rare for defenders to be on the goals in the yeah. table. So, when well, they we are... Had, you we
1: we had Trent on it a couple of three yep. weeks ago yep. or so, didn't we? And then since he's gone off it. And yep. so, yeah, exactly. It, it Really, I did an XGI table of the top 20 XGI player um, performers yep. in the last six matches for a piece for Scout. And Porro was in about 19th
0: or 20th. So yep. as soon as you see a defender on this table yep. or that one, take note of it. Yeah, no. definitely. Um, let's move on to the and table. Um, so I'm aware we've got a couple of uh, unfashionable picks Uh, tables to put up as well so and we'll try and get some live uh, Q&A chat at the end as well so assists imminent game week 17 Um, we'll try and be as quick as can because some of these some of these players we will mention a bit towards the end Um, but um, yeah uh, silver at City um, nine chances created um, just a a, a goal um, a couple of successful crosses got Crystal Palace up next Blanks in game week 18 then he's got Everton Sheffield United him and Rodri are looking perhaps uh, less Rodri from an FPL point of view looking like they're Man City's best players at the moment but Silva he, you know he does get returns and no one ever owns him um, yeah. so he's top of this table that that says to me that he's becoming much more creative and involved
1: yeah well he needs to with De Bruyne out doesn't he and um, I think the appeal with Bernardo is minutes again mm. there is those players and at Liverpool you know Shabosh like somebody like that who might, bo- not, might not be as explosive mm. or, or Bernardo as Foden or mm. Doku or something like that, but what you will get is the minutes. Mm. So, and there's appeal in that, especially over this period, which is coming up, but I don't think anybody's gonna be looking at him right now because of that no. blank. Um, and then maybe revisit it after the um the well, World Cup Cup and see where we're at.
0: Well, definitely, so, because, um, as I keep saying, Salah, Son, they're off to play their international cup competitions. There's going to be spaces in midfield. people are gonna be looking for midfielders, and I think silver, uh, you know when I look in some of my mini leagues and people get silver in, I never do, and they always get his points, no. and they always overtake me. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> this this season after Christmas, I do get silver in. Um, as a New Year treat, at um, least. Yeah, it'll
1: be. Um, sorry, it'll be interesting to see about De Bruyne as well. There's talk of yeah, him coming back in the yeah,
0: New Year. Definitely, could be great. Yeah, um, definitely, and a, re- a really handy um, salary replacement to keep that to keep that funds yeah. in that place. Um mm-hmm. Elise 5.8 million, and we've said the Palace fixtures. You know, starting with City it includes Arsenal and Chelsea uh, and Brighton as well. They're not the easiest fixtures, so Elise's is not going to be thought of. But just to say, he's had 11 successful crosses last four game weeks. Um, Ten chances created, thirteen corners. These are really good stats. So if, if Crystal Palace ever do gel and 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 do get the better of this fixture run, um, Elise will be the man to do it. But the next player I wanted to mention is McGinn. This is what I've highlighted. From you being a Villa fan, McGinn. He's no one. He's not in anyone's teams. But he. But well, he says he's got one goal over the last four game weeks. But every time I see the Villa play, he looks. He looks like their most well. I guess apart from Watkins, but McGinn mm. looks like he he can make trouble and goals and assists at any moment. He looks great. Um, yeah, is it? Yeah, are you tempted? Well, he's
1: undroppable in the team. You know, McGinn's mm. one of the few. There's a handful of players at Villa who are kind of like the undroppables. Yeah. Watkins being one of them as well, and mm. then players like Douglas Louise. So it so there's so he's got that. He gets a bit more freedom to attack because we play Kamara mm. and Dougie Louise in the middle. He's one of those mm. kind of. Inside kind of like wide midfielders, so he gets in mm-hmm. some good positions. He's 5.5 million. He's also on four yellow cards. Yeah. So one more yellow card and he okay. will sit out again, <laughs> which you should probably be aware of. Um at the moment, Diaby the and Bailey, I don't think either of them um are great options because I don't I think mm-hmm. they're going to share minutes a bit. So then you've got Douglas Louise and you've got McGinn, they're probably competing against each other. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably take Douglas-Louis just because of penalties and okay. set pieces. Okay. I think I would. Um, and I, Because I think they're probably... McGinn's going to get up for a little bit more threat from open play because mm-hmm. he gets a bit more advanced. But I do think the penalties is important. I think the set piece is important. So okay. I'd still favour Douglas-Louis slightly, okay. I think. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he is high up on this um, table. So, yes. Um, but yes. he
1: will. He, he, I mean, we're scoring so many goals. He will He will get
0: assists. Yeah. So. Um, uh, Jan uh, Al at Brentford, uh, eight chances created. Uh, we have briefly sketched over him. Uh, I don't think people go there until sort of they get a bit more firepower and Bomo back, Tony, Ooh. that type of thing. Uh, Dingra, we've mentioned just to say his stats. I mean, 12 chances created, couple of corners. He has scored, he's had three successful crosses. Got Arsenal next. Um, I mean, I, I would be, I'd be surprised if he. I'll be surprised if he both plays and is dropped against Marseille uh, for Brighton. (laughs) They need to win this game, really, because they need to top the group. And and by doing that, so victory, they will top the group. And that means they don't have to play one of those Champions League sides that's dropping down. Um, So it saves them a game. And and boy, could Brighton be saved some games at the moment with the amount of injuries they've got. Um, And it saves them a tough game as well, because those Champions League sides will be good. Yeah. Um, so um but at the same time, you know, can he play the thirteenth game in a row? If he plays that, I can't see him starting against Arsenal. I bet he will. But <laughs> He's a machine. I say that every week. I mean, yeah, one yeah. He, he can't he cannot start both of those two games. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but um, we'll, we'll speak about him in a bit. Um, Odegaard, we've mentioned as well. Just to reiterate, he had thirteen chances created, so he's very creative at the moment. Trippier, we've mentioned nineteen corners, twelve chances created, uh, no goals, uh, just that one assist, nine successful crosses. Great, great stats, but um, he has been um, somewhat schooled by the likes of Son uh, recently. Um, yeah. Goodmanson at Burnley, we're not going to we can sketch over because um, not going to mention him. Fernandez, we're going to sketch over as well. Uh, Because he's uh, suspended for this next match uh, and it's against Liverpool as well. Uh, 15 chances created, 16 corners, four successful crosses. He is good stats. He has got good stats, but Manchester United are very, very iffy at the moment. And Joe Joe Ellington, I'm going to just briefly mention really 5.8 million. I think people go for Gordon, Almiron, Isaac, Wilson, even. They're just going to go for those types of players. But nevertheless, Joe uh, Joe Ellington um, has got a couple of goals um so brought in as a striker now an amazing midfielder um but he's still got an eye for goal seven chances created um so in the assist imminent table there so could be getting some um assist stats too um Okay, I'm aware that time is marching on and some of our people might leave us because they've got to go back to work at two. Um, But um, we're going to carry on past that time. So if you want to skip a bit of work, uh, do stay with us um, or do watch back a bit later. So uh, this is a section, um, call it what you will. Most unfashionable players, best unfashionable players, best forgotten players. These are the players from well, the teams themselves have been forgotten by FPL managers. And the players have also therefore been forgotten as well. But they're quietly racking up the points and their ownership is very low with only really Solanke attracting the attention of, of managers. And even then his, his um, uh, stats are low. Well, let's start with Brighton first. We're doing sort of alphabetical. Pascal Gross. He is like like Villa's John McGinn. Um, but Pascal is a little bit more versatile. He can pop up anywhere. He can play in almost any position. He's almost undroppable. Um, he might get the odd rest. He's over 30 now. Um, but, you know, if he's fit, he'll play. Um, he's had four assists and a goal. 28 FPL points in the last four game weeks. Three starts. His um, XGI Delta is that he's been overperforming a lot of those. But he's created 15 chances. He plays in different positions. And every one he plays in, he seems to work well with whoever he plays with. Um but this this is it, ownership three point one percent. Um I mean i, I mentioned Adinger as well. We've mentioned about he's the barnic man. He's had fifteen FPL points, less, but he costs less. Four star hearts incredibly. Um uh, he'd been underperforming, he's created twelve chances. Um and his expected goal involvement delta is he uh, should have should have got at least uh, been involved in at least a goal or assist more. Um and he's at only one point three percent owned. People ignoring them, but i picked out these two. These are, the, these are the standouts. I think if I was... I'd be tempted... Because Brian's fixtures really turn in... I mean, this yes. is not me it's just as a fan here. I'm just saying just as, as an FPL assets. They've got Crystal Palace next. Sorry, Crystal Palace after Arsenal in game 18. They're Tottenham, West Ham, Wolves and Luton. It's a really good run. I mean, they're going to creep up. They're, they're, so they're currently third in the season tick of the next six. They're going to be like creeping up to second or maybe even top. After a little while, um, so yeah, he, he he's tempted.
1: <laughs> yeah, Brighton are a team because I think that once Europe finishes until February, mm-hmm. I think that's going to help them because yeah. I think there's going to be the less travel. There's going to be the, the not the mm-hmm. Thursday nights arriving back in the early hours of Friday morning. Um, so yeah, they are a team I'm looking at. I, I think I'd be tempted to get on board. Yeah, so if you were going to get a Brighton player, and would you well, miss the Palace game and go for the the Tottenham one,
0: or do you think no, you could get them in for, for that the Palace Brighton one? Because it's because it's a derby, <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, um, so the, game the, it is worth mm. pointing out with Adingra, he is um, playing in Afcon as well, so yeah. he'll be gone for a big, probably game week twenty one, but so for the next three or four fixtures, he's good to go. And he can be transferred to, I don't know, Palmer, whoever. There's a, there's a yeah. whole bunch of players emerging in that price range. And everyone's going to be washed with money anyway. So it'll come at a mm. fortuitous time. You can upgrade him. Um, so I think he's worth getting. I think if you're making that move now, go for Dingra. If you're just looking for long term, just go Pascal Gross. He was the Cause, top. Cause, cause, um, sorry, Jack. Sorry, sorry, Um Because Matoma's too risky for minutes right now. Yeah. Matoma, think. I think, oh. currently is. Mm. Um, I do think on the eye test, Matoma's the best player. Gross is the Gross was the highest scoring FPL player for Brighton yeah. last season and yeah. goes unnoticed because he does a lot of the work that goes unnoticed. But twenty-eight FPL points last four game weeks, six point four million. Yeah. Pretty good. And the fixtures, um,
1: that's, are good. the fixtures are good. I've just opened up the yeah. ticket to go a bit further down, up to 24. And, you know, they've got a mm. really, really nice yeah. run. They play Tottenham twice, have been a bit leaky, and Wolves, Luton, West Ham. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at retaining some Brighton. Yeah. But a lot of people will be ignoring them because of the rotation worries. But I think with these two, apart from obviously AFCON, but going up to about game 20, 21, then he's off for AFCON, Abdingra, and then he comes back again. These two are the guys that just uh, are on drop-off at at the moment. Um, Bournemouth next. Solanke, he's probably the player I'm probably going to get him next. um, I've I've been talking about it for some time. I wish I'd gone for him instead of Darwin. Um, But uh, nevertheless, we are where we are. Uh, 6.6 million. (laughs) He scored a couple of goals. um, No assists, but he's 6.6% ownership. So people are starting to notice him. He should have got at least one goal involvement more. His expected goal involvement is actually over three for the last four game weeks. Um, and he's created a chance. So he's just, he's just the, the goal man. And that's what you want. So he's a reliable striker. He's had 17 FPL points, not bad for 6.6 million over the last four game weeks. Um, yeah, I, I like him. And Tavernier is the guy that every, that no one, people don't even know who he is. Um, uh he's 5.4 million. He's had 28 FPL points, same as Pascal Gross. Um, his ownership is 0.6%. 0.6%. So it's negligible. Um, he's had two assists, created nine chances. And Bournemouth's runs really good. They got Luton, Forest, Fulham, then Tottenham and Liverpool, and then they got West Ham. So it's quite a nice run. Nice. Um and as as Brian's pointed out in the live chat, sorry, but just go back to Brighton, Batoma is also gone for the Asia Cup. So I should have mentioned that. I just thought that was because I'm so, you know, used to him playing for Japan, I just assumed everyone would know that. But yes. Um so Tavenier is another great option here, I think, for the assists here. But yeah, you Bournemouth, we I think we need a bit of Bournemouth, don't we?
1: Well, they're flying at the moment mm. aren't they and Solanke's numbers are even more impressive because they haven't they haven't had a penalty this year mm. Bournemouth so um you know the, the, those xgi numbers and things like that once he, when, if they get a couple of penalties yeah. which surely they're going to get one over Christmas sooner or later mm. you know he's going to benefit from that Tavernier so is more the the, the creator there mm. um might be prone to a occasional rotation because they've got so such so many wide players there and they're all good. Mm-hmm. Um but Solanke, yeah, I mean he's the most I think he's the most bought player or the most bought forward certainly yeah. this week mm-hmm. and um easy to see why as well I think um yeah. with Haaland being out um potentially um he's going to be the go to guy I think um if if you already own Watkins. If you don't own Watkins I think people will move to him maybe. Yeah,
0: definitely um moving down to Everton and um, these are players selected from there. All uh, oh, gone. A lot of these players we have mentioned uh, frequently this season already. McNeil, we've mentioned Decorey uh, as well. Their fixtures are mixed, but you know they've been doing well. Um, but they got Burnley up next, then Tottenham, and then City, and then Wolves, Villa, and Fulham. So it's quite mixed. Calvert Lewin, we've mentioned him already. His ownership is only one point one percent, but he's underperforming by over three by over three goals involvements, um, and main that's mainly on goals rather than assists. McNeil, so McNeil's fulfilling the promise that we we've had him on the assist imminent table for a lot. But he's, he's the goal right. scoring as well. He's had two goals, twenty seven FPL points last four game weeks. Um, started every every match, 0.3% oh No one, everyone's ignoring him. Forgotten man. And he's got an assist as well. So that's three returns. He's only 5.4 million. Harrison as well is another one. 5.4 million, 5.5 million. He's uh, started all four. He's got 11 FPL points, not as many as McNeil there. um, But he's been underperforming by at least a goal involvement. And he's created six chances. Decore is the guy that no one's ever going to get him because everyone thinks he's never going to, He's going to maintain his scoring rates. Um, but nevertheless, he keeps doing it. 23 FPL points, two goals. Um, he started every match, only 1.5% owned, uh, no assists, um, marginally been overperforming. And that's what people look at there. They just think he can't maintain it. But yet, somehow, he often does. Everton, are you tempted?
1: I'm not just because of the fixtures. (laughs) Um, I think it's Burnley, Spurs, Man City, Wolves, Villa. So I Mm -hmm. think that's a pretty tricky run. I think if I what, I mean they're doing very, very well in the dice though, Mm -hmm. aren't they? They're starting to get consistent performances. I think if I was going to go for one, it it would be Calvert Lewin. Decore is another player on four yellow cards. Just to be aware if you're thinking of bringing him, and he might sit out one match. (laughs) But um, yeah, they've used that deduction to to really fire them up, haven't they? And and the, yeah. the will come a time because pickford's mm-hmm. keeping clean sheets now the defense is doing well and the will come a time i think when the fixtures ease i'll be considering a few of these players yeah. definitely and um, we got
0: i got one more table of unfashionable players and these are two more teams fulham everyone thinks they're the team to target they're for, to beat but they're not they're the team that's doing the beating now um awobi 31 fpl points no one owns him 0.6% 0.6% they're, they're either, they've got the automatic team when they first joined the game or they're absolute legends because <laughs> he scored three goals and an assist at 5.3 million um, marginally overperforming um, his expected go- uh, goal involvement delta. He's created four chances. Jimenez, 1.9%. Legends, <laughs> you all are. 26 <laughs> FPL points, three goals, four starts. who's so starting every match. Um, marginally overperforming and he's cut to create a couple of chances. William, who I think might be injured now, but he's nevertheless scored three goals and an assist. Um one percent ownership. And Pereira, Legends again, 0.9% absolute stars who own him. Um 25 FBL points. People aren't getting him. I think because he was four point five million last yeah. season, people are thinking, Oh, I'm not paying eight point eight million more. Well, if you did, you'd be getting one of the best midfielders from the last four game weeks. Um, Now, Fulham, their fixtures are Newcastle, Burnley, Bournemouth, Arsenal, Chelsea, Everton. It's mixed, but there's some good ones in there. Are you tempted?
1: Um, I think if there was going to be one there, it would probably be Jimenez. Mm. I think he would be just because the forward spot is A bit more open in my own team yeah. at the moment, it's very hard to accommodate the midfielders. I really like William, we put him in the scout picks um, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and he, he did okay for us. Mm. I think he got an assist. Mm. Um, but he had he is carrying that hamstring injury, and we don't we haven't yeah. had an update on that yet. So if you are interested, at least wait for the presser. Yeah. <laughs> but there, it's all starting to clip for Fulham, they've scored mm. 16 goals in the last four games, yeah, back to back five nil wins, yeah. Um, Pereira's doing well. They've got Harry Wilson who's making a bit of an impact as well and getting attacking return. So there's loads of cheap options all around that same price. Um it feels like the, the Burnley match is the key one in that room. Yeah. Because Newcastle and Bournemouth mm. away from home will probably be tricky. Yeah. And then they've got Arsenal at home. Yeah. So there's a lot riding on that. So, but then if then if you buy Feminez, he's 5.3 million. Sorry, 5.2 million. It's not yeah. the end of the world. Ga- you know? game 18. it
0: might be worth the risk. Yeah, so. game 18. So, is when they play Burnley. So Mm -hmm. that's when we we, we're without our our Brentford and city assets, if we have any. Um, Yes. So quite handy there. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm very tempted. I'm probably, I'm probably myself going to be targeting Solanke and Watkins as my next two. Yeah. But if I already own Watkins and I was looking for another striker, I think Jimenez would be up there. It's also worth noting that he, he, I don't think he wore his protective headband at the weekend. Which I, I don't think had noticed. I don't think he did, and he scored a header. Um, and okay. and I, I say that because he had a really nasty head injury, and ever since then he has, um, you know, at Wolves um, and Fulham he struggled to score, but he's now yeah. doing that. So it might be that either psychologically or physically something has changed, basically with his head, <laughs> um, and just with his own sense of um, well being on the pitch. Um, I don't know, but that could be I didn't, could be something.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I, di- I didn't see that. So, uh, yeah, I'll have a look into
0: that. But certainly him scoring a header uh, yeah. in itself is an amazing thing, considering what happened to him with his head injury. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, no, he's not. I'm just watching. I just put the highlights on quickly there because I hadn't spotted that. So that's a good point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's... They, they took a bit of a risk bringing him in, didn't they? Because mm. um, he hadn't been doing hadn't been doing well for Wolves. No, but Marco no. Silva clearly believed yeah. in him. He, he was rotating with Carlos Vinicius mm. for a long time, but Jimenez is the better striker, and they're obviously getting him up to speed now. So, mm. um, yeah, I think I think have quite a few managers will go for Jimenez this week. No.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think so. Um, and I've added in Wolves as well, another team. Now we have been talking about Wolves all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedro Neto was the one that we kept mentioning. Um, he's obviously injured, but Kuna has stepped up 26 FPL points, um, started for three goals and an assist. These are great returns, 5.7 million, another striker worth targeting. Hwang, who is on. Now, Hwang has got a multitude of issues that people need to be aware of, despite being amazing. So he has, he is very popular in, well, in comparison to the others, 12% of teams, but he is on four yellows. He is also uh, to uh, the Asia cup as well. Yeah. Uh, but it is worth mentioning he's got 12, F- 20 FPL points. I think he's the sort of, if you're an owner, you can just have nice, happy confirmation bias here. But I, I think I wouldn't go for Huang at the moment because no. of those, uh, the, the the chance of missing one of the next few games he's got before he goes off to Asia anyway. So, uh, yeah, Kuna could be the one. Uh, I've got him in Sky and, and just for one week really. And um, he, he's not going to move for a while. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's do, he's doing the business. He's consistent. Um, he again, he's a player that's been on our goals imminent uh, table before prior to this run, and uh, so yeah, I, I don't mind Quinn you're given the price.
0: Okay, uh, Paul H has pointed out that uh, Jimenez was wearing the headband. He took it off when he scored. It was in his hand. Uh, that's why like I that... thought he didn't wasn't wearing it when he scored um that's why
1: yeah i had read that somewhere yeah. so then i was just looking at the highlights and the highlights it looked like he didn't have one on but then i'm sure i read yeah. somewhere that he did have it on so yeah. oh, okay so nah. but
0: nevertheless mm. the 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 point remains is that uh he scored a headed goal um with that which yeah. is um and he's just scoring a lot of goals at the moment which says something has de- definitely changed with him and his um yeah um Great. okay um, uh, for those in the live chat, um, just before we go, we've got a few more minutes uh, to try and answer any questions. So, if you've got any questions for us, do put a question in the live chat, um, and we'll uh, we'll try and adjust that. Just put it, put a question mark on it as well, um, so I can easily see that. So, I'll see I'll go through see any questions uh, that we've got here. Um, uh, Vignesh, uh, Mark Gahey to Porro, uh, and Harlan to Solanke. He's saying. Um, for a minus four. If you can, I'm assuming you can't afford to do Mark Gahey to Poro. So anyone with a Palace defender, I've got Anderson in my team, for example, and you don't have Poro, and you can afford to do that move, do it. With Haaland, see, I, th- I think that's quite a good example of using Haaland's cash well, maybe. Because Poro is a massive upgrade on Gahey. And if Haaland's not playing for two games, Solanke in. But I'd just be making sure you get a, a plan to get Haaland back maybe
1: yeah i think that's key isn't it um it's it, it's a combination of moves i've looked at with selling gay here i own him two, upgrading to upgrade yeah. into poro and then and then and then harland solanke as well yeah yeah just just be aware that you're, you're probably going to be without harland if you if you do sell him this week you're, you're probably not going to get him back and yep. you might you might yeah you just want to go through the plan and work out what because you've obviously got salary is going to be an yep. issue and Son it quite soon so you've just got to be careful and kind of just plot out your transfers and how it's going to work mm-hmm. because um, there could suddenly become a few issues in your team and um, we've only got a certain amount of transfers to use so just yeah just make some plan i'm not totally against selling harlan this week if he's if he's out but um just make sure you got a plan
0: yeah definitely i mean i think that's the key if you if you're getting rid of harlan Mm. have a plan um Mm. if you don't have a plan don't get rid of him (laughs) Um, and so if you're a bit like me and you don't like to overthink these things i can't be bothered to find a plan (laughs) so i'm just gonna (laughs) just keep keep him Yeah. um let's have a look um Lennox says he's had Solanke for weeks now, uh, which has been great. Should I be annoyed everyone is now moving to him? Yes. And that's a simple answer well, to that.
1: <laughs> Yeah, but you've got the points. You've got the answers. points. Yeah, don't be So too um, it is a bit frustrating when you do have that differential under the radar. Yeah. He's doing the business, though,
0: and everybody flocks to him. Yeah. And, and it seems um, like we all ruin them for them as well, don't they? <laughs>
1: Yeah, but if, if that's the case, yeah. then yeah, you, you're probably a few points up. Well, certainly quite a few yeah. points up on the, the people who've got happy. Darwin, for instance. So, yeah, be happy about that. So. uh
0: always oh, a question for you, Tom. Um, would you consider a Villa defender, for example, Pau Torres or Concer, yeah. given their fixtures, which after they played Brentford, they got Sheffield United, Manchester United, Burnley, Everton, Newcastle. Which Villa defender to get? I mean, I'm tempted, but which, which Villa defender is best to get in? I'd go for Pau Torres. I think okay. there's there, there's too much
1: uncertainty mm-hmm. with Cash, mm-hmm. with Luca Dean, with Alex Moreno, with the okay. fullbacks, and I think Pau Torres because he receives the ball, he's good at passing out from the back, he brings he gets a lot of touches. I think that he's going to have a little. I mean, he is a bit more expensive than Conza now. now. So um, if you if you can't afford the four point seven, then it's fine to go Conza. But I think mm. out of the two, I'd, yeah. I'd prefer Torres. I think yeah. I think he'll do. I think he'll do a bit better for bonus. Yeah, I mean, a... I,
0: I don't particularly want to myself make a defender transfer at the moment, but I do have Anderson sitting on my bench, and yeah. he's an easy move. And I'm looking around for players that might get me a clean sheet. And I think Villa at home is yeah, a good clean
1: sheet. I, I, I wouldn't go Diego Carlos because I no. think he could um, okay. he could sit the odd game out. But I think Torres. If you can't get torres Conza, that's what
0: I'd do. Um, Yemi asks, what is the best front three with and without Haaland? Okay. So that's basically best front two, if you've got Haaland, best front three. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, right. who, who are yours?
1: Um, So if Haaland is mm. fit for the weekend and you wanted a front three, it would be pretty easy, I think. Solanke and Watkins. Yeah they would be that if mm. you drop Harland out for this weekend I'd probably want Alvarez because I think yeah. he will lead the line in mm. Haaland's absence mm. um if you, if you if you're not going to go for Alvarez because of that blank in game mm. week 18 and you don't like that Hmm. It might be Jimenez. It could be Jimenez or Jesus, maybe. Yeah. Um, that's probably where I'd be looking, I think. Yeah, uh, so I'm,
0: I'm exactly the same. I would echo that as yeah. well. I think I think uh, Solanke Watkins in a front yeah. two whilst Haaland's out. Um, but if you wanted to replace Haaland, yeah, I would go for any of those strikers that we've just mentioned. We are going to be uh, mm. doing a bit of a focus in our team reveal video on strikers as well. So we'll answer that in a bit more detail. But we've mentioned some of those names already, like Jesus. Um, Uh, a guy who's written his name in Arabic and thanks to um, Britain's terrible schooling system. I can't speak Arabic. So, um, but they ask, do you think Solanke in for Darwin for a minus four is worth it? I, I don't think so at all because Darwin plays Manchester United next and you never know. And I think for a minus four, you might regret that. Um, But I do think Solanke in at some point, maybe um, soon. Um,
1: yeah, I don't like the hit aspect of that no, move.
0: No, no, I don't. Um, especially when Liverpool are at home yeah.
1: against a Man United team who are going to be without Bruno Fernandes, who aren't playing well anyway. No. Um, I wouldn't uh, take the hit, no. Uh,
0: Vagelis asked Matoma to Gordon and then Gahey to Colwell for a minus four. Once again, neither myself and Tom like minus fours, especially for when they're essentially quite boring players like Colwell. <laughs> um and it, yeah. I, if I would to take minus four, it'd be like a real high upside. Like, oh, I've got to get Haaland back in and captain him and that kind of thing. And minus four. Yeah, I, th-
1: I, th- I think Colwell does play given the injuries at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. But I don't trust Chelsea, even at home against Sheffield United, enough yeah. to take hits for no, them. No,
0: um, Col- Col- Gay heat to Colwell, yes. Matoma to Gordon, I would say no. Until, yeah. wait until Europe. They play, Brian play Europe. Happens uh Newcastle play in Europe as well so let's let's see what the team sheets are for there um if Matoma plays in Europe maybe uh but I think he'll play against Palace um mm. um duh, 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 just looking through because I think we've answered a lot of these sorts of ones already um I'm looking uh yeah, we'll just uh, um oh yeah, okay. Well let's just ask for goalkeepers, really. The La- last question really, look for goalkeepers. Um Belfast Brunch asked, he's got uh, Ariola and Johnston. Um, who should I sell and who for? So essentially this question is the best goalkeeper to get at the moment. and um, that's really tough. Now yeah. I I look through some people have had no clean sheets this season. Mm. I've the best goalkeeper I have owned this season is drumroll anana. I yeah. got rid of him so, on my game week eight wildcard, but he was the only one yeah. who got me to any, any returns. Ariola absolutely hopeless. And I've got Dubravka in, but apparently Dubravka's got a, a shoulder, a, some kind of injury as well. Yeah, and he
1: was awful as well against Spurs. Yeah. I thought, so, yeah, he gave, <laughs> thought he was really poor. Yeah. So I think if you own Dubravka, I think he'll be okay up until January. Yeah, but then... Yeah, I think they might look to recruit, mightn't they? Yeah, there's not goalkeepers is a tough position at yeah. the moment um, because I had been looking at David Raya and Robert Sanchez. David Raya, yeah. as an example, he covered himself in glory recently. Robert Sanchez has now got this injury which we yeah. need an upgrade on. De Bravka's minutes long term are a bit of a concern. Yeah, Emmy Martinez. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. Villa defenders. Yeah. He's four, is he four point nine? I think.
0: Yeah. Um, I think. I think Maybe. you're right. I think it's mm. those it's it's the unfashionable picks who are actually good and just mm. go. So if you've got the money, obviously go for Allison because he's the best goalkeeper who will get saves. And Liverpool, even though they've got sort of mixed fixtures, you know, with Arsenal and Newcastle within the next six, Allison is still great. So if you've got that money, just you, just get get the best. <laughs> just don't mess around. <laughs> but you're right, Martinez under five Maybe. million yeah. or, or around the five million mark. And if you want to spend. Uh, even less, I think. Go for Pickford. He's got the most clean yeah. sheets. He's the best yeah. goal. He is the best goalie in FPL this season so far. Um, so you, we have to sort of we have to rethink. What we think about a lot of these players we have to have a total turnaround
1: well well it's a position which we haven't given a great deal of thought to this year because you've had your real cheap ariola was just the go-to guy because of his price i mean i think i got one clean sheet from him against sheffield united but apart from that it's been absolutely rubbish um and now we've gone cheap to dubravka turner had his moment didn't he as well but um i started with an honor too and um he got the clean sheet against Wolves, then it was a bit frustrating. But actually, if you would, I would have just kept the faith with um, Anana. I probably be doing, I really don't want to plug into that time machine prob- that program because no. I had him in my first team. I had Odegaard as well. And um, I'm worried I'm going to look at that and I'm going to be down. But um, yeah, Onana would have done okay. So I
0: go back to a comment I made back when I did a team reveal video in the summer and I thought the best goalkeeping pair was Leno and Areola um ariola's yeah. obviously let me down there but nevertheless their fixtures do dovetail so quite nicely yeah. and and or did did then for a long period and, and Leno started to keep clean sheets and Leno's keeping now. clean sheets yeah. now so leno is mm. another option there i think i think we're gonna mm. have to spend more i think we're gonna all have to accept mm. that the days of thinking we're gonna get something out of these 3.9 4.2 million um goalkeepers is gone and we have gotta spend we gotta go up to a pickford or Leno or Martinez. I th- I really like your Martinez show actually.
1: Yeah, I was just talking about the Villa guys and you know you're getting a you're getting a great great goalkeeper. You know mm. he's shown his worth against City and Arsenal. But because mm. um, we've been quite frustrating for clean sheets prior to that, but we just shut out City, which was fully deserved, mm. I think. Arsenal, mm. we rode our luck at times, but it you know we're we're obviously improving MRA had said he wanted us to become tighter and it's obviously a focus of the training sessions and the way that we're playing now. Um, maybe we were going to lose a little bit of that cutting edge up front,
0: but we're going to become a bit more solid. That might be something that we're seeing now. Yeah, know? definitely. Um, but yeah, good to mention goalkeepers. So um, thanks so much for everyone joining us in the live chat. Um, sorry we didn't answer all of those questions. We've got as many as we could could done. Um, and um, yeah, hopefully um, we these forgotten players won't be forgotten uh, much longer as well. We've got some tough decisions to make for our own teams um this week um uh, which me and tom will discuss on our uh team reveal video so watch out for that lots more content coming up with fantasy football scout do remember to subscribe um if you're not already and do to press that like button that really helps us out and do have a look at fantasyfootballscout.co.uk have a look on there have a look at the membership offer there uh, seven-day free trial and there's 20% off as well so do have a look at that you can make your own goals imminent tables or, or call it something else and make your own table of whatever you want um uh Obviously, as long as it's FPL related. (laughs) Um, um, Thanks so much for your time. Uh, Take care and we'll see you again next week. Cheers, Joe.